Easter reading challenge day eight, the final day, John 21. Are you ready? Let's go. For the past week or so, we've been reading a chapter of John a day, uh, leading up until this point now where we are at John 21. So about a week ago, we started with John 14, and we've read through just several key chapters um, in this gospel, uh, including the high priestly prayer, the betrayal, um, Jesus' death and crucifixion, his resurrection. And now, finally, we are coming to the last chapter of the book, John 21. Basically, what we're going to see here is a really great narrative, a great account of Jesus appearing to the disciples. I believe it's for the third time it says here. Uh, Yeah, in verse 14. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. The gospel writers going through some really, um, really focused effort to show that Jesus did rise from the dead. He really is alive. This isn't a fairy tale. This isn't just some fanciful thought. So read the chapter, but let's let's dig in here and look and see what's going on. Um, basically, Jesus goes, finds the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. Um, and what's going on is the disciples are going fishing. They're going fishing all night. Um, And it says here in verse 3, they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. And it says in verse 4, just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, do you have any fish? They answered him, no. So Jesus says, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. Okay, so if you're a disciple and you hear that, I wonder if their minds went back to that day when Jesus first called them. Luke 5, (laughs) listen to this. Luke 5, verse 3, getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, Simon Peter, he asked him to put out a little from the land and he sat down and he taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish and their nets were breaking. So they hear this man from shore saying, put your nets down on the right side of the boat um, and you will find some. So let's continue this story here. So they cast the net and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. You know, these guys were like, hold on a second. Three years ago, this happened to us. It was Jesus. I wonder. Well, here we are in verse 7. That disciple whom Jesus loved, which is John, therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, 
he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and he threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. When Peter learns that it's Jesus, he throws himself into the water and says, see you guys, I'm going to be with Jesus and just takes off. I love Peter's passion. It is, (laughs) it makes me laugh. I love it so much. So then what we get when we see this, uh, when they get to land, we see a very human, a very real side of Jesus. So let me continue here reading verse nine. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with the fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you've caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish. And then this was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. A couple of observations. Um, Two of them not so serious. But number one, in verse 9, they saw a charcoal fire in place. I'm a big fan of charcoal grills, so look, it comes straight from the Bible. Just kidding. Um, And then another part. He hauled 153 fish in, large fish. When I go fishing, if I catch one fish, I'm thrilled. And I'm going to take a picture of that fish. And I'm going to tell everyone about that fish for a long time. These guys went fishing and did what Jesus said. And they brought in 153. I bet they told that story for a long time as well. The charcoal fire, Jesus is on the shore in the morning cooking breakfast for these guys. That's really cool. That's a real human side of Jesus. That's not a spirit. That's not a ghost. That's not an, just a figment of their imagination. This is a real man, Jesus. They're on shore cooking them breakfast. So, There's a couple more things in this book that that are pretty powerful about Jesus interacting with Peter and then Jesus interacting with John. Uh, But I'm just going to leave it there um, and wrap it up. Looking at this last, uh, last verse here in John, it says, Now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. That is so amazing. We've got the accounts of Jesus found in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And here at the end of John, we have him saying, there's no way we can write down everything that Jesus did. He did so much. So I hope for us, that would even encourage us to even dig into the Gospels. Dig into Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Because they're all about Jesus and who he is. And they're all to point us to the fact that he is God and that he is 
alive now. Well, I hope that this past week or so has been encouraging reading through several of these chapters of John. I know it's really helped me get into the Word on a regular basis, and it's always so encouraging just seeing, um, just getting back into it and seeing what Jesus is doing, what he's saying. Um, Because if you read it once, that's great. Twice, three times, we need to keep reading these stories over and over, and we'll see new things every time. All right, for this reading challenge, that is it. Um, I hope you've been encouraged. I know I have been. Uh, Be on the lookout for what is next, and I hope you have a great day, and we will talk soon. (laughs) 